everybody, and welcome to East Coast Office Hours, Fan Bites Friday podcast, where it's just two people. And uh, those two people this week and every week, in fact, are uh, <laughs> me. I'm uh, Mary Kay, FanBite.com's features editor, features and trending. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Danielle Riendo, FanBite EIC. That's me. Hi. It's you. It's a me. After all this, it's still you. <laughs> it is. It's true. <sighs> How are you doing? Yeah. yeah. I'm actually, uh, I'm doing okay. Like, I, um, last week I was really tired. I was mm-hmm. really, really tired. This week, I'm, uh, I'm doing all right. I've been spending a lot of time on my ambulance, which has been wild, but, but good, I think. So. Cool. Cool. Yeah. A lot of that. A lot of, um, it was Vicky's birthday this week, so I ate a lot of pizza. That mm. was cool. Yeah. Oh, I ate yep. pizza this week, too. Oh, fuck yeah. This is just yeah. our The Fan Bite Food podcast, but <laughs> we can, we, we can move on. We can move on. But yeah, that's I had okay. really good grandma pizza this week. Oh, incredible. Wait, do people outside uh, outside of like New York know what grandma pizza is? They might not. Have we I talked we about have, this? Like, 40 kinds of pizza. Well, we talked about definitely like some of the names for it we talked about like that other thing like tomato pie yes yeah tomato pie slash um yeah yeah other 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 things like bakery pizza tomato pie red slice etc etc so uh grandma pizza apparently i didn't know this i just looked it up but it is reminiscent of pizzas cooked at home without a pizza oven yep so um it existed it's a thin slice it's like a thin square slice with like um like uh just like cheese and tomatoes and then like basil usually Mm -hmm. um and uh it's good as hell i don't know it's like a good it's it's just like squares and yeah that's the difference it's kind of like sicilian pizza it is yeah a little bit it's really good it's really really good it's great it's great it's great i love pizza oh my god i Uh, feel like it is appropriate for us to check in on pizza because we're in brooklyn hey i think it's brooklyn here (laughs) we're doing a pizza you know i think it's fine we have so many kinds of pizza here that it's appropriate for us to have a pizza moment you know Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah pizza moment (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, I'm just looking at pictures of pizza now on I know. Wikipedia. Oh. Damn. Damn, dude. They really there cracked are a few it with this one. As good as pizza and also ice cream. That's my hot take. Pizza and ice cream. Yeah, that's the like um child's birthday party diet. Like the <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese birthday party uh sort of fair. It really is. Like I like to think that, you know, my tastes are like one percent more refined because now it's like oh you eat like slightly higher quality pizza and higher quality ice cream but it's it's the same shit right like it's still the same like kind of delicious food yeah no it's it's (laughs) kind of but yeah there's like ice cream that's basically just like you know like milk sugar and then whatever flavor is in it um and then there's ice cream that's just like a million weird things to like stabilize it and to just like make it sweeter and whatever. So yeah, it's true. Anyway, yeah. now we now we have refined adult pizza and ice cream. We and have it's, it's adult great. pizza and adult ice cream. Do you remember um, 
Boku? I, I don't think I do. What is that? Uh, so Boku was a drink box, was like a juice box. Okay. That was supposed to be drank by adults. Oh my God. An yeah. adult juice box. It was an adult juice box because, you know, juice boxes are, are children. Um, and they had all these ads with Richard Lewis in them. Oh my God. I'm looking at this now. He would always, you know, do these. He had these ads where like he would be just talking to the camera and be like, yeah, my girlfriend said, let's get a wine. And I was like, why not a Boku? It's so great. I love Boku. Is that too much to ask? Like, it was a whole fucking thing in the 90s. God, they're, apparently they sold this from 1990 to 2003 by McCain Citrus Incorporated. I don't know if there's any relation, but like, wow. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay, let's talk about forgotten drinks because I pulled oh. up a page here on mash.com called oh, Soft God. Drinks You Totally Forgot Existed. Oh, so Boku, we've covered. Yep. Uh, I don't know what Diet Pepsi Jazz is because that sounds unhinged. That sounds a little, uh, yeah. Now, do you remember Coke Black? God, with, with no C, right? Yes, correct. With a, and okay. a capital K. Oh, God, the capital K I did not remember, but no C I did. And it's like, okay, I just pulled this up. I didn't remember what was in it. I did remember the black, but apparently this is coffee and Coca-Cola. Yes, it is coffee flavored Coke. And I had it once when people were offering it on the street when it came out in Toronto. Oh, yeah. And uh, not great. Not great. God. What else? Uh, do you remember Fruitopia? I do not remember Fruitopia. It was do like not. kind of like a juice that came in a can. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was more popular in Canada, but uh, can you hear that? By the way, I heard. So I heard a disturbance. Can you I don't hear know anything right now? No. Good. Okay. Just because the kettle is on, and the kettle is in my office, so. <laughs> Oh, no problem. Uh, just a little I peek behind a, the scenes for everybody. Yeah, I thought it was a Mona appearance, maybe. No. But now, no, do okay. you remember Pepsi Blue? I don't remember Pep. I don't remember most of these. I'm not going to lie. I do not remember Pepsi Blue. Oh, my God. Papa Roach. Papa Roach did an ad for Pepsi Blue. Pepsi Blue was a blue raspberry flavored uh, Pepsi. Oh. Um, I think it. I remember it tasting very good. But okay, okay, all right. I was I'm a child and addicted go. to sugar, and like probably now it would. I mean, I don't really even drink soda anymore, so it would yeah. be repulsive, maybe. But it, um, I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I like that. Also, all these weird sodas like still exist in random countries like France or Indonesia or like Hungary. Yeah. Um, they're just like I don't know, like other markets like these things, but uh. The wow. U.S. doesn't, I guess. Um, doesn't do this. I don't remember God. this one. It's called DNL. Yeah, that's... Which is, they just flipped the 7-Up logo upside down. Oh, God. That's... They literally mm. just flipped the 7-Up logo, like, horizontal, 180 degrees flip. <laughs> oh, uh, 
It was caffeine. No, 7-Up had no caffeine. Uh, DNL had a ton of caffeine. What, is, what, do you, what does it stand for? DNL? I don't know. It's just like hardcore. It just sounds cool. DNL. It's literally, yeah, just flip. It's just like upside down 7-Up. So <laughs> now Orbits, you must remember Orbits. I do remember Orbits. Yes, because I do remember Because it looks orbits. like a lava lamp. And um, yeah, it's kind of cool looking, actually. It was kind of cool looking. Uh, it was kind of one of those weird novelties and uh, didn't really taste that good. Like what's interesting about Orbitz is so for people who never had it, um, like just look up a picture because, you know, like Boba has tapioca pearls at the bottom. Yeah. Orbitz was like that, but they're like all floating in the drink, like suspended in the drink, like not moving. <laughs> and uh, it was very That's weird and cool. Wild. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. There's, um, so I, I Googled, I, I think what you had, and I, I found a page that has 11 discontinued beverages from your youth on wow. mental floss. Uh, and this one has, uh, Ecto Cooler, which of course I do actually remember oh, quite well. Yeah. yeah. I think I had it like a couple of times. So I had one of those moms who mm-hmm. I, I'm grateful for this, but like, we weren't allowed to have like soft drinks unless it was like either a special occasion, like a party or a birthday yeah. or like, I think we were allowed to have it like, oh, when you go over this grandparent's house, because that's sure. not like every week or whatever. You're allowed to have a Coke. Yeah. I think I had a couple of these at like possibly Ghostbusters themed birthday parties as Hell a young child, yeah. which is fun and good. Uh yeah, it tasted really, really good, as I remember. It was, like, pure fucking sugar, and it was, like, greenish and It's, it's green, yeah, because it's yeah. Slimer. Slimer. Right, Slimer-themed. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I actually tried it again, I think, like, three years ago. Oh, shit. they brought it back temporarily, and when I moved to the States... I was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for all the garbage junk food that, like, I can buy now <laughs> because we don't have half of that stuff in Canada. Yeah. And uh, I did get some Ecto Cooler, and I had half of one box and was like, no, no, thank you. Like, <laughs> like, yes. No. This thanks. is a child drink for children, <laughs> um, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be for anyone. And uh, yeah. And then I think the rest of the boxes sat in our cupboard for, like, a year. <laughs> And uh, then we finally found them. And we're like, oh, this is still good, right? And it was like, no, it's super expired. It apparently goes bad. So, Oh, I guess, I mean, that makes sense. When there's that much stuff in something, there's a lot of things to go bad. That's my, there's my great logic. Uh, very scientifically accurate. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, do you remember Crystal Pepsi? Uh, I wasn't old enough to get crystal pepsi the first time around but i did also get that because that also came back around the same time right uh and i had one and it was like yeah it's fine yeah i um there was a very short period of my life where to do okay this is a lot there's a content warning on this this part here i watched a guy called the la beast who was like a competitive eater oh yeah no i used to be really into that guy Okay, same. Like, I 
I have like a thing. I have a whole thing about nausea. It's it's a whole ass thing. But like it was genuine exposure therapy for me to watch that dude because uh, he would sometimes make himself very violently ill eating oh, and drinking gross yeah. things. Are you, you're, you're talking about the Crystal Pepsi video. Yes. That video. <sighs> Where he drinks Crystal Pepsi <laughs> from the fucking From 80s the 90s. Or 90s, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's a lot. It's gross. Again, I found this very cathartic during a time where I was doing some exposure therapy around this kind of stuff. Uh, that's what I will also uh, forever associate Crystal Pepsi with, because I was probably the right age. I was a kid at the time. This went from like 92 to 94. That's the dates I'm seeing on this piece. So I probably had it at some point and was just like, mm, I like Sprite better. Like, mm-hmm. mm, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my association now with Crystal Pepsi is L.A. Beast. What is the L.A. Beast up to these days? I wonder. I don't know, because I, do I haven't been following him for a while. Do you actually know why i don't watch his stuff anymore do we have we talked about this i remember there was something and i don't remember what it was okay yeah so there was a whole fucking thing um <laughs> like two yeah. years two years ago <laughs> i believe i um i was really enamored with his whole thing and i thought it was really interesting and cool yeah and i still basically do i just don't watch it anymore because I wrote a piece for real life about about him, basically. Yeah. And okay, this was okay. right after I had written kind of a similar piece about the angry video game nerd. Sure, um, sure, and sure. that piece was all about uh, nostalgia and like masochism, broadly speaking, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and just like this desire to return that's like constantly frustrated. And um one of my friends forwarded it to James Rolfe and he was like, well, this is really cool. Thank you. And I was like, whoa, Whoa. I'm so glad because someone could very easily find this very weird. Uh, Well, the LA beast did find it weird when I wrote about him. Uh, Oh no. So what happened was in the piece, I talk about how like, it's kind of like porn, like watching his stuff. Sure. It's just like, it's like watching like extreme gonzo porn of like, how, like, far can someone push their body? Yes, and, um, yes, yes, yes. And also the obvious, like, oral components of it. Like, of when course. he's just fucking swallowing things. Uh, yeah. And then he, he saw that and didn't really understand the point that I was trying to make about, like, this is, like, why I appreciate this. And there's something about seeing this, like, you know, prototypical white, American man just like very broy destroying kind of his body and just like rendering himself totally helpless and like sick that is appealing in this weird way. Sure, sure. Um yeah. and he was like he latched onto the part where I said that there's like these similarities to porn and was like, whoa, I guess I've been doing gay porn the whole time. Oh no. And then said that he was going to contact his lawyer. Oh no. Uh on t- he didn't message me to say this, he just posted on his public Twitter. So I got a bunch of like his fans being like, what are you talking about? He's not gay, blah, blah, blah. It was just like, oh, my God. oh man, this is like the worst possible response you could have had because not only do you like not get it, you're like yeah. upset that you thought I was calling you gay, which is, yeah, oh that boy. Sucks. Um, that sucks big time. So he later yeah. like retract, he deleted those tweets because like, turns out that you can't sue someone for like writing a 
critic, your a critical media. analysis of yeah. what you're doing that is actually pretty positive and glowing yeah. and like gives it this kind of I don't know like artistic frankly, gloss it, on it that exactly you know, yeah. uh, so he deleted those and um, <laughs> but, but since then I've just been like yeah I can't really watch this guy without thinking about that time that he yeah. was like super weird it's extremely fair I I remember you telling me about writing the piece but I don't feel like I remember the whole story in the whole context because it was a whole thing where i was like oh my god somebody else has watched this and gotten something out of it like <laughs> i don't know i mean like i'm looking at his youtube channel now and he he's still making videos i don't think they're all kind of the same thing anymore i don't think he does as many sort of food challenges but yeah it was it was a lot it was it, like a few years ago it was it was helpful and i'm really upset now that he was shitty about that <clears throat> yeah who so. knows i mean maybe he's reflected on that and changed and grown and i obviously don't really uh care like i i don't blame anyone i don't think he's like a bad person or anything it's sure just left kind of a bad taste in my mouth so yeah that's a shitty way of dealing with that for sure so yeah yeah <laughs> well wow yeah that's a that's a little uh uh tiny dark hole i i didn't think i'd be Reflecting on myself today. When I woke up today, mm -hmm. I wasn't like, oh, remember when I was watching a lot of a man barfing and making himself sick? Yeah. God, the one. <laughs> and I found it oh really helpful God. for my mental health. <laughs> God, I was thinking about that stuff the other day because someone was talking about Filthy Frank. Um, oh. Because I guess people were upset. Like, people who are like know about Joji as like a musician. Do you know who I'm talking about, by the way? I don't. I must have missed. I I like. I am missing gaps. There are gaps for me in like YouTuber. Oh, like that's world. completely fair. You sh no one should know anything about any of this. <laughs> I just happen to know about this guy. No, it's fine. Um, yeah. And even then, I only know a little bit. So, Filthy Frank or Joji is like what he goes by now, and I think what he sure. prefers to be called. Um, he's like a musician. Like he's a big deal. He has like a million followers on Twitter. Okay. Um. Prior to that stuff, he had done these videos on YouTube called Filthy Frank. And like images from those have sort of like leaked into a lot of memes. Like if you've seen the like, it's time to stop uh, image okay. of a guy pointing at a clock. That was, yes. uh, that's him. And uh, he, he just did like a lot of weird gonzo shit. On and that's the second time I've said that this episode. So I mean, it's, um, it's been accurate both times. So that's fine. <laughs> he did like just a lot of fucking just bizarre, wild, disgusting stuff. Um, sure, sure. I think people found out that like he, I don't know, I, he did something problematic. I think um, sure people found out that in his old stuff he had done something like that. So they're upset recently. But I was uh, that sort of reminded me about him um, because he has this video series about different kinds of cake and um uh yeah i don't know just like skip ahead like a minute if you can't handle vomit talk because sure he has a video called vomit cake in which he's trying to bake a cake with his friend but then their mixer breaks and the solution is that he force feeds his friend all of the ingredients and then makes him oh. throw it up into a pan and then puts that in the oven and then eats it Oh, right. The human cake thing. And it's 
odd. It's like bizarrely homoerotic. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he doesn't do that stuff anymore. Um, he just wasn't interested in doing it anymore. And also like had some health issues, I think because of, he was doing like I a mean, lot of like physical comedy and like, just like shit like that. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, that was a whole thing um, that I was thinking about recently. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's one of those things that I find weirdly compelling for a lot of the same reasons I find like body horror really compelling. Like mm. it's it's kind of playing in the same space, right? Yeah. It's, it's just sort of like whether uh, that's the point or not, it is certainly kind of pointing a finger at like how bodily processes are all incredibly disgusting, whether we think about it very often or not, and uh-huh. how our bodies are like just weak, weird, fucked up things that do a lot of fucked up stuff. And I I prefer media that's like honest about that on some level, I guess. Um, I don't know. It, it's uh. everybody has their own taste and their own tolerance for this stuff. But I yeah, I find myself really drawn to some of it for its like weird, bald faced honesty uh, about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's odd. It's odd. It's very odd. We're putting like seven content warnings on this podcast, <laughs> 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 which is very funny because I um, uh, I just well, this is a spoiler for our podcast, but there is a podcast coming out uh, next week that is the horniest podcast that's ever been on the Fanbyte Network, um, and it's Boy. it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. We're gonna a lot of fun. We're gonna hit our quota in one episode. <laughs> I think we are. And then uh, we won't be able to content warning. That's that'll firm. that'll be it. Um, yeah, I think we've it's done a pretty good job of like about. keeping it to like a reasonable level. Yeah. Uh, in the last, you know, in in this sort of time since we started, yeah. I feel like there's like a line you walk, and that line is maybe different for everyone. But yeah, I feel it's good true. about where we've placed that line and and how we've uh, sort of drunkenly wandered over it (laughs) every now and then it's okay to walk you know certain lines uh, just to to kind of see where the line is you know Mm -hmm. uh not with anything involving consent but like for your own self like your own lines you know what i mean like uh with your own autonomy your own lines sometimes it's it's good to like figure out where they are you know Mm -hmm. i think so anyway um merit was there anything on the site this week that you are especially excited about I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, let me just take a look back at Asana, except Safari just got sick. Oh, no. Uh, I think it couldn't handle all our, like, barf cake talk, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> just go straight to our website. Yeah. It's a good place to go. If you're listening to this podcast, go to fanbite.com where yeah. everything is. Go there. That's where the, <laughs> that's where the games are. That's where the games are, where the gamers are, where the game's coverage is. Uh, oh, there was this fun piece, actually, that I edited that went up yesterday by Dylan Roth, uh, who nice. is a uh, fairly frequent writer for the site, who wrote about... Uh, the use of diegetic music in Star Trek. 
Oh, nice. And how, you know, from the beginning, Star Trek, the writers and everyone were hesitant to use pop music because it would make the series feel dated, possibly. Mm, But then what you get in TNG instead is like, a galaxy of Frasers of people who all just fucking <laughs> listen to Bach, even though like the ship's computers would have like every recorded piece of music in human history. Everyone right. just listens to Bach except Riker who is into jazz. And that's like yeah. the weird, he's like the weird cool guy who loves jazz. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's sort of like an interesting look at like, okay, well, what do we assume will remain the canon uh, in like 200 years? Like, we still think that the peak of high culture is going to be like Mozart and Beethoven. Like that's kind of odd. Uh, but then it future, is. future Star Trek series have like, or later Star Trek series, I should say, have done other things uh, with music. But I do also just want to bring up one other thing um, yeah. that I loved working on, which was this piece on uh, this artist uh, Satoshi yeah. Okano, who helped design Sonic the Hedgehog's modern design. Um, for people who don't know, the Sonic world or whatever and the games kind of differentiate between classic Sonic and modern Sonic. And modern is like Sonic Adventure Forward. It's like he has longer mm. arms and legs. He's like kind of more of like a teen. He's like uh, thinner. Um Basically, they redesigned him for the 3D games. Yeah. And Satoshi Okano kind of kickstarted that design. Like, he drew this Sonic that looked kind of different from the existing one. And then when they were working on uh, new designs for Sonic Adventure, they had this in-house design contest. And his didn't win, but... um, uh, What's his name? Oh, Yuji Oikawa. Uh, yeah. Uh, his his design was the one that like that popped off. But like, this guy basically cont- made this huge contribution yeah. to like this character who everyone knows, and very few people know that. Yeah. Um, which is which is wild to me. Um, probably you know it's also like very common <laughs> across all fields. Sure. But it's, uh, yeah, Sean Eicheson interviewed him. Nice. And he gave some really interesting history about it. And then was, like, very clear that he wasn't bitter about everything. Sure. Um, he, he said this, he, he, like, ended the interview with this quote where he just said, like, I want to say this to you who are reading this article. Even if the spotlight doesn't hit you, be patient. Even after 10 to 20 years, there will be times when the spotlight misses its aim. Even the shadow becomes sunny. There's no futility in life. You are the one that makes it interesting. Just like, damn. Wow. That's, that's like very uh, thoughtful. Yeah. That's really, really beautiful. I, yeah. uh, I really liked that piece. I actually put it on Instagram because I liked it so much. Um, there were some really cool magazine covers in it that were like oh, used yeah. as the art, which was so like the cool. Saturn cover. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, that was Okano's art. That's it's it's really really uh, just really cool looking and and an awesome piece of Sonic history. I find Sonic history fascinating. 
<laughs> I'm not even sure entirely why. Like, I played those games as a kid, and I absolutely enjoyed them and enjoy them now. You know, like, I loved Sonic Mania and have played a lot of Sonic games that weren't even very good. But, like, there's something about, like, Sonic's history and his, like, legacy that is more interesting to me than most mascot characters, I suppose. Even... I don't know, like, I, I, I love Mario, and I love learning about Mario and influences and such, but, like, there's there's just something extra weird and fun about yeah, Sonic history. I feel like Sonic was always more influenced by pop culture. Sure. Which is something yeah. that comes up in the piece, because, like, uh, Okano was influenced by uh, things like New York hip-hop, UK okay. industrial music, uh Nike basketball shoes, Flav Flav's sure. clock and glasses, Bjork. <laughs> so like no one ever talks about with like Mario, like, oh yeah, we were really inspired by <laughs> fucking I don't know. Hats and overalls or whatever. Yeah, yeah like, like <laughs> it's it's just Mario. And I feel like that's always been more like tightly controlled and like not trying to be cool or anything and just sort of like doing its own thing and you know obviously nintendo is very good at at doing that but sonic it feels like there's always been like more hands on the wheel and yeah and that just results in like this character who's like split in all these different directions and influenced by all this stuff um that mario kind of feels like hermetically sealed and isn't like getting all those uh influences yeah that's a, that's a really good point it's a good way of putting it yeah mario's like this timeless thing whereas sonic feels so 90s and such a product of all these different 90s influences that it yeah i don't know that's rad that's super rad i like it i like that quote a lot too yeah how about you uh, what have you been up to uh, let's see let's see i i actually podcasted about spirits within uh which we talked about oh, yeah. last time <laughs> uh that was fun i guess um yeah this sure is the best of those uh bad final fantasy movies which apparently there's another like mini movie that's 26 minutes long that god i don't know my woof. you love to see it in the last uh month or so has been uh it's been a journey for me a special journey for me like john and i did tiger king and we did Bash Brothers, which was a journey for me of self-revelation, as we sure, also talked yeah. about. And then there have been some uh, Advent children and spirits within. And oh, my God, I I am ready for a change uh, for you love to see it. But it was still very fun and interesting to podcast about, especially like the craft of that movie and its like historical significance, like launching and also tanking an entire motion picture studio like mm-hmm. absolutely wild some of the stuff that went on there just positively banana pants i think um yeah actually weirdly this week i have i've had a lot of fun behind the scenes which is i guess a weird thing to talk about but also like fun for me uh i've been doing more of the little videos that we do so yeah um that's actually been really Great, really fun. I I enjoy doing them. I uh I really love making little tiny social videos based on our podcasts and like listening to all the podcasts whether I'm on them or not. Um, I don't always listen through everything, but this week I I think I've done a better job actually of listening uh, to pretty much everything that's gone up and like um like getting little pieces and bits and pieces here and there and and putting images together. Yeah, with them. it's not like a wildly involved process for me. Like. 
I, I, you know, I I went to grad school for film. So like editing has always been a passion of mine. And I'm just kind of glad I get to do any of it, basically. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is this is fun for me. It's fun for me to put shit together. Oh, hey, shit. The thing I went to school for, it's a a little bit relevant, you know, to (laughs) to my job. Uh, Yeah, that's been that's been really fun this week. I really yeah. liked putting together the um the fan fight one because it uh I try not to like use too much of myself in these. Like mm-hmm. I do when I think I did something, you know, maybe I made a good point or did something funny, but I'd I'd prefer to like kind of highlight other people sure. uh, on staff. But this one uh I made a, a a funny mistake, so I thought it was good to use. I uh I called um <laughs> wrestling tag team doubles match, which is the tennis term and not the pro wrestling term. So I, uh, I had a bit of fun editing uh, a bunch of like Mario tennis images together along with uh, the pro <laughs> wrestling images. So it was a good uh, visual uh, for me, uh, a good little visual juxtaposition for me. Enjoyable. Nice. Enjoyable work. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Uh yeah, like just generally a lot of that kind of stuff, a lot of like slightly behind the scenes work and a lot of uh, kind of fun putting things together and, and kind of getting into a new workflow with it, and which is maybe not the most exciting thing to talk about. So I'll stop talking about it. But no, uh, that's, yeah. that's cool, though. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Enjoyable stuff. Enjoyable stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so glad we made it to Friday. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's a struggle every week it is a struggle every week while things are this uh wild so yeah sure is. sort of appreciating that a little bit you know yeah yeah was there anything else uh you wanted to chat about before we uh close down the old office hours for business i th- think that's it yeah yeah, I think that's it for me. All right. All right. Oh, yeah, there was one other thing. There was one other thing. I wanted to say I really love the anime podcast this week. Oh, thank you. I think it was absolutely one of my favorite. It's always been great. You and Eric do an amazing job uh, every week. But for some reason, like, this one really kind of caught me. And I had a lot of fun, again, also doing the little tiny video for that. But also just, like, uh, Lupin is – or Lupin is something y- – uh, I don't know how to pronounce it properly. Sorry. Uh, but <laughs> I've always been interested in it. Like there, there've yeah. been several sort of anime, like mainstay series. I've always been like, Oh, I'm really curious about that, but I have no idea what it's really about or like if I would actually like it or if it would be my vibe. So yeah, it was super fun to, to listen to y'all talk about that one and, and give a little context on it. Yeah. It's a good show. It's like fun. And, um, God, <laughs> the next one, is gonna be i fucking yeah. hate the show that we're watching right now oh, no. um so we'll see we'll see like yeah. how, it, how it is it's uh definitely not gonna have the same energy but hopefully it'll sure. be fun even though i hate it <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i mean like god sometimes that energy is good too like i felt that way about advent children like i could not there were almost no good things i could say about it and i just i fully hated it so Sometimes it's good to get that out of your system, too, and, like, work through what you hate about something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, I think that's that's what I had for this week. Unless yeah. you, you wanted to chat about something else, I think we, we have ourselves in office hours. 
Yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Sounds good. Do you want to wrap it up? Do you want me to wrap it up? Uh, you know, why don't you wrap it up good. today? All right. That sounds super good. So thank you all for listening to our fine podcast. Of course, you can find all of our work at fanbyte.com. You can find all of our podcasts at fanbyte.com slash podcasts. And we have three feeds for your varying interests and uh, desires to listen. We have, of course, Fan With, which is where we put our uh, sort of premiere podcast, um, Fan With uh, and also you'd love to see it, which is movies and TV show rewatches and uh, reviews and other things that are sort of uh, very heavily game related. We also have this feed, of course, which is fan by FM, which has some shorter stuff, office hours, East Coast office hours, and uh, also where we put the news. That's where John does a really good job uh, putting evening and morning news. And then, of course, we also have Fan Fight, which is our growing uh, little sort of sports and MMA and pro wrestling stuff. So if you like competition, if you like uh, people fighting each other, if you like all that kind of stuff, that is Fan Fight, F-A-N-F-Y-T-E. You can find us, of course, on Twitter at Fanbyte Media. Sorry, Jack won't give us Fanbyte yet, but, uh, you know, Fanbyte Media for now. <laughs> uh, on, of course, uh, Instagram at Fanbyte and TikTok on Fanbyte. Mary, where can people find you online? Uh, I'm at Mary K on Twitter. Awesome. awesome. And I am at Danielle R.I. And I think with that, office hours are closed for business. Bye. Bye.